since we've had a, a Kaya, and so we're bringing you back some fire to kind of start us off with. So before we uh, kind of get started, want to go ahead and uh, kind of open us up in a word of prayer uh, before we get started, all right? Heavenly Father God, we come before you right now, thanking you, God, just for being God. Thank you, God, for taking us through this week. And God, as we get into this discussion on living single, God, we ask that you would just be in this discussion with us, God. We thank you in your son's name. We pray. Amen. 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 All right. So kind of to get us started off, going to have everybody kind of go around the room, kind of introduce themselves, and then we will get this thing started. All right. So I'll go ahead and uh, start off with uh, Miss Ashley. All right. Hey, y'all know me. It's Ashley here. Um, so we're going to kick it off like this. So you know, introduce yourself. But I want you to think about when you were a teenager, because so me and Jeff are older young adults. We more like regular adults. Seasoning. Seasoning. We all coming up in the graduate. Right. <laughs> 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 on the way out. <laughs> we, are, we are regular adults at this point, and these are our 20-something young adults. So I, we recognize that there is a generation uh, change happening. And so um, living single, I got that from you. Y'all know, well, some of y'all know, hopefully some of y'all know. We um, are living uh, uh, single. single. Oh, in the 90s kind of world. I'm glad I got my, sorry. Keep your head up. Oh, keep your head up. That's right. Okay, okay, sorry. I'm sorry. You got to excuse us. It's the culture. It's the culture. It's the culture. When I was growing up, I watched Living Single, I watched Girlfriends, I watched, you know, all these different sitcoms, and I was like, this is what my 20s is going to look like. It's going to look like Khadijah, it's going to look like Joan from Off of Girlfriends, that's what I thought it was going to look like. But I recognized that y'all didn't grow up on that, but I, and y'all grew up on social media and reality TV, but for me, I thought my 20s was going to look like that. So I'm going to shift it on over to Miss Tamara and tell us who you are, I where you from, okay. and what you thought your 20s was going to look like. Okay. Hi, I am Tamara. I am from Winchester, South Carolina. In my 20s, when I was a teenager, crazy thing is, and I know I'm not the only one, I thought I was going to be married by 25. Don't know why. Don't know why I thought <laughs> I, I became, um, once I became 25, it was completely opposite i finished grad school so i was kind of just starting life but that was a little snippet of what i thought my twins would be when i was a teenager it's crazy all right <laughs> josh so i'm joshua jordan i am from dallas texas triple d in the house as always <laughs> yeah so i mean i'm relatively younger uh, you know, compared to our seasoned veterans here. So right. I'm still right. in the midst it's of my 20 okay. something. So I'm still trying to figure out what it's like. And I feel like the pandemic really robbed me of like uh, a couple of my key years and prime yeah. years. So I'm not trying to, I'm trying to catch up and get yeah. back to that because, you know, I, I wasn't you. outside. I was in the house. I feel you on that. I yeah. do feel like, dang, y'all did get shit like two years. That's two two plus. Yeah, y'all got gypped. Oh, so cool. man. Yeah. So I am Jeffrey Stevenson. Um, and um, 
uh, my 20s, uh, let me try to think back, kind of, you know, it's been a while since the 20s. But, um, you know, so really for my 20s, I, I, I come from a small town, um, tell people Myrtle Beach is really Little River, South Carolina. Um, but really, um, growing up in a small town sometimes, that's what you kind of see. So that's what I saw. I just assumed I would be married um, with, some, with some kids running around. And um, that's really it. That's, that, was, that was about where, where I kind of stopped at as far as my 20s were concerned. Um, and I'll be honest with you, you know, when life hit in those 20s, it, it, it changed some things, you know, kind of went through some different trials and kind of tested and, uh, you know, but um, perseverance still here. So it's a little bit about me. And so now we're going to go and get this conversation started. So I hope you all ready because this conversation is going to be real. It's going to be a real conversation. We're not coming to you just to kind of have a conversation. Um that's not going to be real. So it's going to be a very, very, very real conversation. Just so you know, if the kids are there, you might want to put them in the room because some of the conversation. Put them in the bedroom. There you go. It's going to be a real conversation. Right? I can put them in the bedroom. Hey, so just, that, hey, you know, send them to the room. Let them watch Bluey or something and let them. Just them. Right? I don't so, know. Order pizza. There you go. IPad. 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 Hey, you can always do it. And hey, there you go. So, uh, but I want to kind of kind of start this off. Um with the question, and this is one of the questions I want to start us off with, is not, so we talked about, okay, so what did you think your 20s were going to look like? But what are some things that you were raised up believing about relationships that now you kind of look back and you're like, I don't know if that was some good advice or not. <laughs> like, it might have been the advice for that time, but right now, it's not really holding true. So I want to kind of, whoever wants to jump on that. Y'all go, and go ahead. Yeah, I want, I want to hear that. I want to hear what's some advice you got at the time, but now you're looking back and you're like, you know what, this dating relationship, this dating scene now really doesn't apply. You want to start? You can start. Right. And I'm going to feed off of you. One of them is a little, I'll start a little bit more spiritual yeah. before we get real. Okay. Right, let's start with that. Okay. Uh, okay. Some advice I got was actually bad, but it was bad spiritual advice. Uh, okay. And they were kind of saying that you shouldn't grow spiritually, or you shouldn't really look at the spiritual growth of like whoever you're with because you're both young, you know, and they're going to be in different places, but as long as they love God, you know. It'll be okay. I don't think that's the case because a lot of people think they love God, but they love the wrong type of God or the ah, wrong idea of God. So I don't even want to go there, but I think you better check and make sure that whoever you're trying to date, their beliefs ain't all jacked and twisted. That's all I'm saying. That's true. That's a good point. I love God. You don't love God. What's wrong with you? I feel you. I'm feeling you. I feel you. I'm going to turn it over. Um... I can say this, um, dating off of credentials. Just because he's a doctor, just because he's a lawyer, it's not, that means he's a good guy. You know what I'm saying? Ah. Like, you know, you grow up and it's normal. Yeah. You grow up, you try to get a good partner. Make sure she's a, you know, one of those high-end credentials. But um, I think, no, I don't think you should... You should look for it, but also look deeper than credentials. Make sure that they can um, match you like mentally, yeah. emotionally, yeah. spiritually, yeah. all of that. Because when you're in reality and they're that doctor and maybe you're on a 24-hour call yeah. and you're at home with your child just because he's a doctor and the house is big, I don't mean that everything is, you know, yeah, still ran yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's one thing I can say. Um, 
that I grew up off of, having one of those good guys and everything, like credential-wise, but wasn't so taught on the mental, emotional, spiritual, and all that. Well, yeah. spiritually, yes, I was taught, but like looking deep into it. All right. All right. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. good. Oh, you go first. You I'm need still to go? Going, okay. I'm still all right. So for me, I, you know, it wasn't really something that was taught, but more something that, well, I guess for in the church said, I guess we would keep it there since Josh yeah. went there as well. Y'all kind of, <laughs> they don't want to get, they don't want to get too PG. I'm going to get a little bit. So, um, but this whole idea of patriarchy, like, so, so looking at this whole head of who's the head and who's next and, you know, and looking at that and it just kind of, that's what I saw, but it also led to problems in relationships because I saw myself as the man, right? Um, and I never forget, so, so, Doc Scott, I'm pretty sure you're watching, but he he always says something about hey, the garden. Scott. Hey, Pastor. <laughs> hey, Pastor. Yeah, that's the shout out, right? Pastor's in there watching, right? So, but he always says something about the garden, right? And that there was no elevated status, right? There was no one over the other, and we're always trying to get back to that, right? And so I think about that in the relationships that I've had, and for me, I've seen that, right? Like I've I've, I've tried to be that more dominant role mm-hmm. in the relationship because that's what I saw that's what I was taught that's the way we said you know you see this umbrella where the man's the head and then you and and it kind of it can it could really mess up mess you up in the relationship if that's how you're viewing yourself because you always then view yourself as better than yeah and if you always view yourself as better than your your partner you know it, you you you'll find yourself as Right, right. And then you you are competing against each other, yeah. right? Yeah. And so I found that and looking back at some of the relationships that I've had that I've been competing and we've been competing against each other instead of working together. Right, wow. so, right. That's true. That's good. So I guess for me, it wasn't, no one has ever said specifically, this is, you know, how you date, you date this kind of person. But I feel like for me, what I saw from my mother and some of the other women in my life was perfection. Mm-hmm. I thought in order, you know, in relationships, you had to be the perfect girlfriend. And the perfect girlfriend meant, you know, doing what the guy wanted you to do, whether that was, you know, have sex or if it was, you know, uh, wear certain types of things that I thought that guys would be attracted to or, you know, go certain places, have like, you know, go to bars and clubs and all those different things. That's what I thought it looked like as far as like girlfriend status. But then as a wife, I was like, okay, I have to make sure that I have a job, make sure that I cook, I clean, I know how to take care of a house, know how to take care of a baby, which, you know, some of those things were taught to me. But the amount of um, mental capacity, physical capacity it takes to be mm. able to do that yes. um, yeah. is a lot. And no, I did not see my mom or some of the women get too overwhelmed. They hid that from me as a kid because one, I, you know, they didn't want the kid to look like, oh, little kid, you stressing me out. Yeah. You know, that's not what they wanted. But I don't know how many times my mom or my aunties or my grandma cried in their rooms mm. i don't yeah. i don't yeah. know yeah. the mental yeah. like impact that mm. it took for them to be yeah. able to do all those things and here i am looking like my mom is superwoman she can do it all and now where i'm in that place i'm like why am i not able to do this mm-hmm. why am i stressed out why am i 
you know, feeling like I can't get it all done where the women that before me, they were able to do it. So why can't I do it? Yeah. So now yeah, I'm yeah. left with yeah. that feeling mm -hmm. of, you know, insecure or just that, that feeling of failure mm -hmm. when in actuality it is impossible to right. do all those things. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and those, yeah, I mean, I think that's a very good point because sometimes you need that, <clears throat> you need that wisdom. Right. right, that's right. passed down to you, right? right? And so that's why I, I want to kind of pivot on that point because I think I think where I want to go on that point is 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 um is very relevant, right? Mm -hmm. So one of the things I want to make sure that we tackle, and me and Ashley have talked about, is the book of Ruth, right? Because when you start talking about singles, the first place most people go is this book of Ruth, right? They they want to go to the book of Ruth, and and that's the book. That everybody sees and they put pick for the singles ministry. When, <laughs> right, it's just right. That's right. The book. They put and then they put this in front. And the bad part is, is that we've created it in the church when we put it in front of women and we like, okay, go get you, go get your, find your Boaz, right, or wait for your Boaz to find you, right. And then we, and then we make, and that's why I say you got to put the kids in bed because I'm gonna go ahead and say it because then we put this whole thing out I and mean, they have it going around and I've seen this popular preacher say, don't just find your Boaz. Make sure you don't have a broke ass and uh, beat your ass. And I'm like, what? Is that, that the book? Right. So we've turned the book of Ruth into the book of Boaz. Right. When in the reality, right. the whole book really is about a choice that Ruth makes to make a pact with Naomi. Right? right? Yes. And so they make this pact. And so now she gives her all this wisdom. And that's what I was going at with this right. wisdom. And it's really about a choice. And so I kind of want to move on that as far as in this topic of, of living single. How do you feel about being able to make a choice on what you do with your life as a person who is single? Because really, you have choices. You have options, right? It isn't always about you being married, right? But you may say, you know, there may be a choice of, hey, I choose not to date right now because I'm working on my career. And we should not, the church shouldn't put you down for that, right? There shouldn't, you shouldn't be seen as less than or feel less than because you made a choice, right? And so I just kind of want to play that. So what is what do you feel about the choices that you have and how the church, how do you think the church even sees those choices? And how do you see those choices that you have living single? I told y'all we was going deep tonight, right? I told you we were going to have a real conversation tonight. <laughs> well, at least for me, I'm always one that I enjoy flexibility, you know, and for the most part, like, I'm still young. So I don't want to be tied down to anything. I want the freedom and the flexibility to just boom, bop, bop, do whatever I want to do and kind of do kind of whatever I feel I need to do at that spot in life. But think about it. When you're our age, you're not just thinking about now. We're still building because we're not. We haven't done anything yet with our lives for the most part we're still trying to figure out what we want to do with our right, lives who right, we want to right. be yeah. you know like you're trying to do all that you're trying to put together figure out at least for me what skills do i need what experiences do i need what things can i do now that i may not be able to do when i'm older yeah, so true. like for me you know you know kind of talking about just the flexibility to be able to date or not to date like there are a lot like I'm a socialite. So I'll go out and I'll hang out and I'll meet a lot of people. What's at the gym? Yeah, I, I'll be outside. Okay. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> I would be outside like that. I'd just be like, I love to meet people and hear right. people's stories and have right. connections with people. Okay. And the, without even, the dating pool apparently is small. Okay. 
Because there are people. There are people. We're about to go down that. There are people who I've met. Yeah, I want to go down that. The dating pool. So go ahead. There are people who are a little too forward for my liking. Okay. Proverbs 31 woman, so I should be your man. Right. You might be a Proverbs 31 yeah. woman, but you ain't gonna be my Proverbs 31 woman. Okay. All right? That's the church way of saying it. Oh, uh, I love it. But in real life, yeah, what, is she, what is she saying? Like, I wanna know. What, what do they do? I mean, I'm, yeah, because I'm trying to think back. No, no, no. no. Sometimes, like, when I say forward, you know, I guess in the old school way, you know, if you're talking about old school, people think the perception is, all right, the man's out here. You know, making first move. Right. It ain't always the case that way nowadays. Like there the are girls, the there are some women that will make the first oh, move. Okay. You know, they will make sure that you know that. Hey, yo, I'm interested in you. Right. You know, so, I'm trying to see what you want. Okay. Type of thing. How do y'all feel about that though? <laughs> so how y'all feel about Scott, women shooting shoot, 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 yeah, shoot, shoot the shot? Yeah, shoot the shot. Right. Is that well, shoot the shot. No, no, no. I like it. Here's why. Here's why. Okay. okay. Because me, I'm I. We live in this society where you don't want to rub anybody the wrong way. That's true. That's true. So I don't want to give anyone the wrong ideas. I'm a nice guy. I'm talking to everybody, like literally. Yes. If if you're black and you're young, I want to be your friend. If I see you in a space, (laughs) if I see you in a space that I'm in, I'm rooting for everything. Everybody. If you're in a space that I operate in and I see you consistently, you're black. I am going to make an effort to get to know you. But some people may take that the wrong way. Let's say a man says, maybe that's a little too poor. 
<laughs> we're, not, we're not gonna do that. I'm not personally. I'm just gonna. Be, I'm not gonna do that. But I feel like it depends on the music. Mm. Um, just like Josh, that's so nice. But we don't know <laughs> that every guy is like Josh. So Josh, I'm pretty sure that you would be. You would just say it out your mouth. You be blunt and be like, "Look, I'm not like that." Exactly. But you got some yeah. guys who are like that. Some of my friends like that, and I've been talking, so I, I know. <laughs> yeah, and then that creates a whole situation. Mm. Oh, I, I love that word. Situation. Say that again. Yeah, situation. Situation. We, <laughs> we did it. Right. It's Go so check the out. We did a situation. Yeah. Go check the page. I can't say that. <laughs> Put that's, that's probably the most I can say because personally, I'm so. No, I feel you though, because women, we have to be, you know, on guard. Especially yeah. if you're if you're a pretty woman, yeah. Like you'd be surprised the places that you know you get hit on. You could, I can be at a gas station pumping, and some guy can come up and you know say all kinds of stuff, and I'd be like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, mama. Right. Hey, yo, mama. Right. Hey, yo, mama. Uh, no, yeah. Um, and then the repercussion. Some, I mean, a lot of guys don't know about the repercussion that women get mm-hmm. when we say no. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. well, you ain't nothing but a B word anyway. And ah. you stank yeah. anyway. Or, you know, all these other things. So it's and like, oh, God, I'm on rejection. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, in our society, and I look at TikTok, but some women, they were, I seen it on my OTL, and it was just like, don't think, it was funny at the time, but it was like, don't think that you got my number because I wanted to give it. It's because I wanted to be safe. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. That's a thing. Yeah. 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 It is a thing. Yeah. So I just, understand. That. I've seen TikTok people give a fake number or they give their brother a number. So yeah. Like, yeah. Number, that's so true. So you give eight numbers. Right. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so that's the thing. So I, I get that, you know, that approaching, you know, guys may not want to be as forward. Girls may not want to be as forward. <laughs> but then what do you do? I think you now in 2023, people just swipe it left and right. Yeah. Mm. They, I mean, right. sometimes they yeah. feel more safe. More safe. Just to swipe I like all my dating. You're not going to go there. <laughs> 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 all I did in the way. Right. I mean, talk, mean let's talk about it. All my dating. dating. It's, it's a thing, right? That's a part it's of living single. All my dating. All I can do. Right. right. And I'm talking about I'm talking about all of this. Okay. So you'll jump in a DM. If I know you, yeah. Oh, if you know. Okay. I'm, I'm not just going to be someone that I just like scroll on the page, they pop up, they're pretty. Oh, let me send them a message. That's like weird. That. That's crazy. <laughs> okay, that's, okay, that's creepy. creepy. Yeah. I mean, that's but it happens. I did that I before. Hi, miss. You're so beautiful. You don't know me. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't call strong like that. No. Uh-uh. Like a couple pictures. Like a couple pictures first. But I mean, as a woman, I can't say I did shoot my shot. Okay. I mean, when I scored. Hey, 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 hey. You don't know how to shoot a shot, but I was never that type of woman to shoot my shot. Like, it just happened over Instagram, not a day and night. That's why I asked the difference. But, um, yeah, I was never that one, but I did it. I would never do it. Like, in person, if we're out at a restaurant or a social event, and I just thought, oh, you cute. Let me get some number. I'm not like that. I'm safe behind the internet. Yeah, I'm not gonna say, hey, I think you're handsome. This is it. I'm just gonna, what you doing? You know, sliding. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, hey, how you doing? <laughs> you know, stuff like that. But no, I'm not that bold. 
So back in the day, yeah, what did y'all do? Did y'all hear that? What did y'all do back in the day? Hey, COVID made it worse. told me that, that somebody said something. I'm going to let you ask it about the day because you knew the word that, what was it? Salty? Is, no, which oh, one was it? it was sassy. They sassy. Oh, that, yeah, that was the word. I want to make sure I oh, use the word. God. So I want to make sure I go in there. Oh, they, oh, they say the guys are sassy. The guys are sassy. Let me start. So okay. let, let me start. Yeah, I'm gonna let, uh, I need to know. Uh, what there are a couple of things. Okay, okay. I'm gonna uh, take it down. So Kevin Samuels, y'all know who he was. Yes. Yes. Y'all, Kevin Samuels was one of these guys that was always basically breaking down black women, talking about you know right. all this stuff. But a lot of dudes have that mentality now, ah, and there's this thing going around saying, "Kings, we are the prize." Yeah, yeah. That's like the big thing. Oh, yeah. Like we are the prize, kings. Oh, Whereas no. like the guys, a lot of us, a lot of guys feel like you know what. The women y'all don't deserve to have us. Yeah. Like, we, like we better than like we the king, we the prize. Or it used to be, you know, the other way around. I'm kind of sassing this worse. Like a lot of yes. you know, y'all, y'all should be pursuing us, not us pursuing you, type of thing. Oh, okay. All right. So that is very interesting. Okay, so is that the mindset that you see in the dating pool? That's from God. I'm gonna just say from oh God. So talk to right. what are they doing? Tomorrow, what are they interested doing? What I heard that? Okay. Break it now, down. Help me now. Help me as a man. What are, the, <laughs> what are the guys doing they to make them sass? As if I said, okay, and there's nothing wrong with as a man, as a woman, you want somebody to attend. So as a man, I'm pretty sure you want smiles. There's nothing wrong with that. But, oh my goodness, when me and Ashley had this conversation like last week and my mind was blank, it's just so many things. It's like, it's a list of requirements. And that guys have that guys yeah. have for women and mm. Josh help me out. 
Because now yeah, it's so much. Without going there, like there are some guys who are like, bro, it's a double standard for women. But thank you. That, okay. there, therefore, you we just we've just now leveling the playing field and holding you to the same yeah. standard that y'all hold us to date. Same standard. Yeah. I mean, it's a whole fifty-fifty type. A lot of like they like you know, when, you know, a lot of women be like, you gotta make six figures. You gotta be six one. Yeah. You know, you got you know, you gotta. You know, have a six pack, etc. Et now, guys, are like, all right, well, all right, she right. she got to be under hurts. X number of pounds. Yeah, yep. you know, Ooh. she got to be X built. She got to have a job and got to make six figures as well. Yep. Otherwise, we got to meet. Talk to basically, me. you got to meet me. Like, I don't want you unless you like. You know, some men. Yeah, like back then, and I'm just saying from my experience, like I'm gonna go far as my grandparents. Ooh. Like, um, my granddad growing up. Um, I just watched him cook with my mother, and like she was a nanny. My granddad worked at um Zeus, so of course he had the whole household. And I mean, I watched him, and I said through uh sickness and health. Like to that day, my granddad worked. He was seventy seventy one years old um, when my grandma passed, and he worked until she passed, so she can have social security. And that's what I see. A uh, man now, oh my goodness! You better have your own. You better have this. You better have. You ain't doing that. They're they're not doing that. And it's just like, okay. So guys, and this is another thing. I made me open up a whole new window. So right, open the windows. Guys want you to be submissive, right? Okay. Mm. They don't. <laughs> they don't. They they don't want to take that role. They don't give us enough you, time to be you, so. What you say the other day? You said they want wives, but they don't want to be. Yeah, so do you want to be Yeah, do you want to be a husband or are you just a wife? Yeah. Mm. I mean, do you know what I'm saying? As a husband, you're supposed to provide, you know, protecting everything, but now it's just like, I just want a wife. And that's all we're doing. And as my wife, I want my wife to have this. But I also want my wife to leave me when she when her tire is going flat. But I don't want her to call me. She can call the uh, you know, people that it's so many call it triple A. Say. <laughs> yeah, it's just like so hard. And it's so much to where I just cannot summarize it. Like, <laughs> but like a lot of guys basically put it simple. They want the candy, but they don't want to have to purchase it. All right? Okay. 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 Let's, 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 let's put it that way. Okay. You know, it's the same. So it's just they want to do the bare minimum, and they expect you to do the most minimum. Right. You know, it, it also happens on the flip side, but what we talking, you know, right. like a lot or of the gender roles are kind of just like just or even the whole you know fifty fifty situation. Like, okay, we're we're living together, and we going half on everything. And it's like on everything except for you got to still cook, like that whole submissive part. Like, yeah. I need you to, I'm the leader, mm-hmm. I'm the, you know, I'm gonna make all the decisions mm-hmm. and all that good stuff, but I still need your finances to help pay the mortgage, all this other stuff, all this other stuff. So it's just, it's it's a bit confusing. It's, very it's a bit confusing. It's a bit stressful too, you know? It's a bit stressful thinking, you know, that I have to now do all these things, then also have to make sure that my husband right. feels like he's yeah. a leader and that he's the yeah. head. Um, but in all honesty, 
if I'm paying as much as you are, we're making these decisions together. Maybe. I mean, that's true. We, so I guess, I guess, really, like, <clears throat> so talking about that whole submissive thing. So you know, and especially as far as in relationships, let's talk about a biblical submit one to another, right? So, so if we're going to do this and we're we're doing it together in a submission style, that means not only I'm submitting to you, but you submit to me, yeah. right? And so I think if you look at it really from from a from a good healthy perspective, right, right. not just from a and it kind of goes back to what I said before. I'm the head, right? Mm-hmm. And so and so when you talk about dating and living in being single, how does that look like? And I'll talk with Josh, let Josh kind of run on that one first. How does that look like from a a living single perspective on the communication aspect? So so and what I mean by that is if we're talking and we go out on dates and we're dating are we having real communication of the expectations of what I'm looking for? My answer is 100% you better be. <laughs> uh, because like, some people just be dating just to date. Ah. I think that is a way, like, we're still young, at least for me. Well, if you're dating just to date, tell my friends on, okay. Which is fine. Which is fine. Which is still people that, right? Which is still people that up in front. Right. Some yeah. girls are with that and some guys are with that. Right. Like, they're just right. dating just the date to meet people to figure out what they like what they don't like to be exploratory you know right. to, to keep it simple um i'm not like that you know i'm not going to waste my time on anybody like i want to see what you would be like as a wife i want to see what my life would be like with you for the next you know till death do us part right. you know so for me you know the expectations and the communication is very important because i want to see if we were going to be a team jordan how are we going to look? Are we going to be a bootleg team? <laughs> are we going to be like DeAndre Jordan? Or are we going to be Michael Jordan? So, right? I don't say. It ain't the same. It ain't the same. The same. You know, like, what team are we going to be? So, right. You know, like, the communication is key. Another thing I think with that is, like, figuring out what each other's strengths are. Because, yeah. Like, for me, I'm a, I, I'm the, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a banker. I know finance back and forth. So, like, you know, if we become something in the future, you know, like, I might have a little more say in how we manage my house because that's my expertise. Right. right. That's but, right. right. But if you like a doctor or if you a teacher, you may have more say in how we manage the kids. Right. I don't know how to that's deal true. with your kids. Right. I'm gonna listen to you and defer to you unless you want to head with that's that. That's right. That's true. Let the yes. church say amen. No, that's that's facts. But that's how it kind of is in my in my household. My husband is good with the finances and the money. We bring our money together to make sure that we can you know live. But he may say, and you better pull back a little bit on that. And I have to be like, hi. And then, but when it comes down to my son and like, you know, feeding and like learning habits, he's like, well, what, what we got to do? I don't, I yeah. don't know. Because that, that's my area of expertise. But talking about this communication situation, I also want women to know if the man say he just dating. He's not looking for really marriage, not. he's yeah. not looking for a relationship, and if that is what you want, there's nothing wrong with wanting to be in a relationship, wanting to be married, there's nothing wrong with that. Even if you are 22, 23, if that's what you want, fine. But if he say that's not what he wants, do not try to think that you're going to yeah. change his mind. Right. Because you're going to end up heartbroken because he didn't told you that you ain't his girlfriend. 
Right. Yeah. I, don't, I, I don't want to go. That's true. I don't want to go there, but sometimes they may say that because they don't want you. All right. So get get that in your head too. Like yeah. that's a nice way yeah. of curving somebody okay. saying, yeah. you know, I'm not looking. Right. Like I'm looking. I'm just not looking at you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the thing is, yeah. and it goes back the same way even for the guys too. Like if 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 you meet you meet somebody and 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 she says, listen, I'm I'm working on myself right now. I'm working on me. Like I'm outdated, right? But I'm working on me. Or even if I want to get married at some point in time, I'm working on my career. But one thing I don't want is kids. You got to take it at face value. Don't. It is what it is, right? Mm -hmm. So you got to make. But that's up to you. That's a communication yeah, piece. So, so how many dates are we looking at before, like, so we really start getting into that conversation? Because I'm gonna tell you now. I'm gonna just let y'all know based on me. Back when I was out on the scene. Once we got to four dates, she was my girlfriend. But y'all can go ahead. That was just me. Four dates, she was my girlfriend. But that's, Ooh. you know, that was me. So you make it to four, we date. So you, know. you my boo. You my boo. You my, yeah, yeah. What about y'all? That's tough. What's she thinking about? Yeah, because I'm thinking about, like, personally, I think I've been on We were talking for like four months before that. What do you mean talking? Like talking on the phone? We talking, talking on the phone. Texting. Texting on the phone. Texting. Because it was COVID. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, so different It then. was COVID. Okay, I'm just different. saying personally my experience. It was COVID. So it was kind of like an internet day. Yeah. And um, we've been talking for four or five months before we actually see each other in person. Oh, wow. Yeah. And when we see each other in person, at that time, we had like built that thing. Right. Yeah, right. Like right. connection. Right. So when you see each other, it was like, oh, I finally get to see you. So at that time, it wasn't a date. It was a date, but it wasn't a date. We right. were talking for like four or five months, which was very weird. Right. That was very weird. Don't know how that would happen. But I think we went on like one or two dates, but we were already like into it. It happened so naturally. Okay. So I'm gonna say that and I'm twenty-seven. I was twenty-five at the time. I was in grad school. COVID, still at home, really didn't have that dating thing. Um even in college, I was in like a relationship, so I didn't have that whole thing, 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 thing. So that's just personally my personal experience. Um these days, if I want to speak on my generation of women, you got to come with it. You gotta come yeah, with it. Oh, you gotta, you gotta know, come with it. With it. They want yeah, to know the whole that? resume. Yeah, <laughs> no, right yeah they the want to know the whole resume off the bat. What what kids do you have? Are you hiding something? Right. What's your Instagram? You sure you don't have a girlfriend? I don't see nobody on your page. And then uh what's another thing? They want to know what kind of car you drive. Oh, they want to So when you get that everything, by the time you be like, okay, check, 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 check. It's about a good, what, four or five months after all of that. So, talking. Of yeah, talking. It's like communication. Of communication right? of talking. But at the same time, in our generation, we also text other people too.
they want to know all of that. And by the time they know all that, it's probably been like five, six, seven months. So that one date adds up to five days. Okay. To About me, five days. Okay. okay. So and then you have to make your decision if you move I mean, forward or not. That too, but a lot of women also wait a whole year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A, a wait an entire year. I have friends that just date. Um, she dates, but it's like it's pretty hard. I mean, it's been relationship type things. I'm like, girl, you have to just ask your boyfriend. But no, we're dating. No, so, no, so, like, no, that's, no, but that's correct, though. That's yeah, why it should yeah, be in my opinion. Yeah, like, and it should be like that. Like, you can't move too quick to make someone your girl because you really don't know them. Mm-hmm. And they will catch, someone will catch feelings too quick. I've got some friends, and a lot of my friends, we all in this kind of the same boat. They didn't have women catch feelings way too quick. And it's just like, yo, stop blowing my phone up. Like, oh. I don't Ooh. like you like that because I was trying to get to know you, but we got too comfortable too quick. That's true. And you're not really my girl. Like, it was no like hard feelings. It was just like from their perspective, they're just trying to literally get to know a person. But sometimes it can take like too long, which is like, all right, right. Is he just playing with me? Yeah. Is he serious or what? So you kind of got to find that balance of like. But see, I always feel like it gets into dangerous territory when you get around 27, 28, yes. and you are just dating somebody for a whole year. But you doing relationship things <laughs> for a year, mm-hmm. and then, like I said, he come back and be like, "But you're not my girlfriend." But y'all been doing yeah. girlfriend boyfriend things for a whole year, and now here you are, a year older, and you nowhere closer to what you wanted or what you saw. Again, I think it's a communication right. thing. Yeah. Where if a woman says, "Hey," This is my goal. My goal is to be married. My goal is to find somebody. And you just out here doing a situationship for a year. And at the end of that year, that guy's like, yeah, I don't, I don't really, I'm not really feeling this. And then, and then it's like, dang, you done wasted a whole yeah. year. I mean, you're right. But like right now we in the church. Everybody is not Christian. When you go outside, man, some girls are actually cool with that. Like they don't want to get married. They don't want to be a wife. They want to be themselves. They want to have their fun. And then if, if it happens, all Christians or Christian mingle. Is that what you say? Exactly what I'm oh, saying. Oh, yeah, I'm just curious. Exactly I, I don't know if it's all Christian or Christian I mingle. I don't, I don't know. So, um, so yeah. what? They, so, and y'all have to talk to me. <laughs> so, what? So, the girls out here not want to be married, which is fine. You don't have to be married, but they just out here just living. They just want to live. They're having fun. Again, for them, they have and they need to fill, okay. and you know they have the freedom to do what they want. So they are happy as a clown. So, so let me ask you a question then, because that does lead to something I did want us to touch on tonight. So, from that aspect, people are out, especially after COVID, where everybody's having going back out, getting back outside. So, whenever we start talking about this, this living single, and then how it relates to the church, right? So. One of the things I think we've done in the church is we have taken singles ministries and made them dating places, right? They're places to date or places to groom people to get married, right? How does the church help those who are living single to do it in a safe way, in a healthy way, but also not in a way that leads to try to say, put a stigma on you? To say that if you are married by this time, if you don't have kids by this time, if you are 
you know, um, you, you aren't in a relationship, but I made this. Maybe I never want to. Whatever it is, how does the church, from your opinion, help people that are living single to do it in a productive way that doesn't make them feel like it's challenging their Christianity? That makes sense. I think the big thing is to focus on the blessing of singleness. Mm. You know, blessing said, of singleness. Did y'all hear that? There's some there's a blessing of singleness. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right? Paul even said, I wish that some of y'all would stay as I am. I, Paul yeah. does say that. Yes. I mean, being single, yes. you don't have the cares or the worries yeah. about you know, my wife, kids, you know, or my husband, etc. etc. You know, where you can then as a Christian in the church, you can then devote yourself purely to your ministry, you can devote yourself purely to you know, whatever you church on, you know, developing yourself spiritually. You know, so I mean, there's a blessing in being single. You know, and I think yeah. the key thing in being single that we should focus on is not just the blessing, that, but also the challenge. Period. Mm. I think those are the two yeah. things the church should focus on. It's just like, even while you're single and as a grown adult, it's still tough to stay pure. It is, yeah. right? It is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't think we can, I, and I think that's one thing the church has to. It's not that you don't want to have the conversation, but you got to be careful because we also need to be in the church talking about. If you're out here in these streets, we need to talk about safe sex, too, right? Like, let's be real and have real conversations because we're dealing with grown people. We're dealing with adults. You know, um, the the thought that everybody who comes to church and is single, that you ain't doing other things. Like, right. Like, like Ruth wasn't married to Boaz when she uncovered his feet. <laughs> Just so you're clear. This is the Bible now. She wasn't. They weren't married when she uncovered these feet. Yeah. Right. So. So I think we need to be having that conversation on how to live and still be able to live single and still live okay, right? Have a real conversation with our with our um with those who are living single. So, but I'll, go ahead. I think you about and to um, piggyback off of something I was going to say that um I feel like in um also in church we want to learn how to love ourselves more ah, yeah, or get good. into a that's relationship. Good, yeah. So I feel like as a Christian, you need to spiritually know where you're at as a person because you don't want to pour in the negative things and wrong things into your relationship right. because you don't know yourself first. So I'm pretty sure um, like being single, it's a blessing. God bless the child that can hold his own. So that saying, um, it's just that I think that a lot of people just forget that you have to love yourself. You have to make sure that you are um, spiritually ready before even just get into a relationship because you have to know what you bring mm. as well. And a lot of people don't, um, I guess, don't know your intentions. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, I think it's good. I think um, with the church, like how can the church help, you know, singles be single? But learn how, like, learn about marriage and learn about, you know, what it takes to start a family and and, and stay as a family. If you want to be very honest, in the black community, we don't have the examples that that we should. Um, fortunately, you know, we've got some. It's a group of African Americans who grew up in two parent homes, but the majority of us did not, and that's just factual. And so, a lot of times, we don't get to see. Um, wives being wives, dads and husbands, and we don't get to see those things. And so who's going to teach them? And what ends up happening is we get into these marriages without ha going through mm. premarital counseling, without, you know, the church teaching how, what it should look like. Um, and then you, you learn off of experience, you know, that can be a tough 
you know, lessons right. learned that mm-hmm. ends up in divorce, ends up in single motherhood. Um, unfortunately, so I do think that it is it is up not necessarily up to the church, but I would love to see the church talk more about what does it mean to be a father, what does it mean to be a husband, um, how do you provide, how do you protect wife, how wives, because when you talk about the women out here who don't know how to be helpmen, who don't know how to make sure that you know our husband is succeeding in his career so he can, you know, pour back into the family. How can a woman, you know, if it is keeping a house clean and keeping some food on the stove, like how do you do that? I'm not a good cook. My mama, she can cook, but she ain't make me be in the kitchen like that. <laughs> and so sometimes my yeah, husband be like, you ain't cook enough this week. And I'll be like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry, but I can order this beef and chicken. I'm good on DoorDash. I promise you I'm good on DoorDash. I, I know a few meals, but I do think it, it is important to see to, for the church to kind of go over some of those roles and what that you know what that should look like yeah. and um, because again like I said unfortunately we ain't even making it to the altar guys like mm-hmm. black people we're not even making it to the altar and a lot of our you know unpopular opinion a lot of our poverty comes from you know kids growing up in two separate households when somebody has to take care of this school household or this school household it leaves little room for anything else and so, you know, just like everything else, who has to teach us? We end up teaching ourselves. And I think it would be, it would behoove the black church to start talking about having those conversations, having sermons, having messages, having Bible studies on what that looks like biblically right. and, and, and actuality. And, and again, it doesn't have to necessarily be gender roles because, you know, I, I financially participate in, in our bills and stuff like that because yeah. I got a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I like to live. <laughs> Still goes back to that communications, that communication piece when when you were king, right? Yeah. Like you, you, there was certain things that you need to look for, right? And I think we have to be okay with saying, you know what, there is a certain way I want to live, and I think there's nothing wrong with that, right? Like there's nothing wrong with me being able to look at a person. I, now, don't get me wrong; you can date potential. Don't do it. No, but don't do it. Don't, don't do it. Potential don't pay bills. I mean, I'm just gonna be honest. You know, so so if if you started seven businesses and you tell me all about the businesses that you started, I'm just gonna be honest. We, I'm probably gonna back away. You know, and so and so I'm just you know so when I was out there in the street, I'm not out there in the streets anymore, y'all. You know, but when I was right, yes, right. Shout out. But, but when I was like I I I I went through I got married young right and I had a divorce went through a divorce at a young age and one of the things that taught me and I tell my wife this all the time that divorce actually made me a better person for her why because I actually took that time to learn myself and that's one thing I did not know before I got married the first time and so I took a I took the opportunity to look at it in a different way and I'll be honest with you when I got to know myself. When I did start dating again, I was like, 
Uh-uh, I don't want, mm-mm. No, I was like, now nah, I, looked at, I looked at people different. Yeah. Because I was like, nah, here I, uh-uh, uh-uh. I picked somebody up. They was living with their sister and their mama and all of them. And, like, all the kids came outside. And they was, like, trying to talk to me. And I was like, uh-uh. <laughs> Like whatever your minimum boxes are, like when I talk to you, are you amicable? All kind of things. If they don't at least have that, don't waste the time. I get so some of my friends they getting caught up. She's cute, bro. She's lovely. Like I know you're crazy now, and now you have me. I'm like, I'm like, look, I don't know what type. You know, are we gonna have a wedding wedding in a mosque? I'm like. Bro, I told you to do like, You done fell in love. I can't help you now. Right. And that's one of the things I can say honestly about St. Paul that I appreciate is that we do have a very transparent pastor. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Very yeah. transparent yeah. pastor. Yeah. And um, and even our pastor married. So when I came here, you know, to hear some of the way that, that you know, uh, Dr. Moss was saying, and then yeah, Scott came, and it was really on the same level as far as how they view, you know, relationships. And then they talked about marriages, but they also talked about single life. They also talked about, yeah, you know, right. those being divorced. Mm-hmm. They there was never anybody that was called out or to make like those who were single feel less than right. or yeah. those who were. And you just don't get that everywhere because right. in the church yeah. that I grew up in, unfortunately, in a small and it's just a small town, right? You you saw that, and a lot of times it's not stated. Right. But it's, it's still put out there and it's what people see. And so I think that that's thanks. They're walking to church. Hey, yeah. Like, you know, hey, you know, I've got a daughter, you know what I mean? Right. Like, but, you know, so I mean, I, I think <laughs> I it's important. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. yeah, right. So I'm pretty sure like it's so it's it's having that transparency in the church, even the church that you attend. Right. When you can hear those things, it makes you feel okay about who you are, right? right? So um, I know we're getting ready to wrap up, but I want to get final thoughts. I do want to go around the room and just get final thoughts and any words of encouragement or anything you kind of want to put out there about this this living single in today's society and something that you feel could be beneficial for those that's watching. Um, I can say don't put a time limit. Ah. Um, don't say that you want to baby by 30 don't say you want to be married by 30 because you don't know what path God has for you anyway, uh, you have like my friends most of my friends I have a friend who is married I have a friend who has a kid and I have a friend who is like, engaged and I'm personally in a relationship but I'm not that far in <laughs> but I'm 27 
I remember saying that I want my child by, you know, before 30, before 30. Hey. Yeah, so yeah. it's just like, no, don't put a time limit because it's going to give you anxiety. It's going to add more anxiety for nothing. Just live. Mm, I can say that. Live that. by the day I and keep praying. Keep praying and keep living. I love that. I love that. I love that. I hope y'all listening. Keep praying and keep living. I love it. I love it. I love it. I would say just enjoy where you are. Like, like think about life as a woman. Like, you're not gonna. Hopefully, once you get married, you know, you're not gonna be single again. For us, we're not gonna be our twenty somethings up again. So, I'm going to enjoy it. You know, I can. One of the things that Paul says is like, you know, when talking, I forget exactly in which book it was, to be honest, but. You know, I'm talking about whether they should stay if they're Christian. If they're Christian, they should, they should stay with their uh, potential non-believing mm-hmm. spouses. He says, "Live according to whatever situation you know, you have to call you're currently mm-hmm. called." And one of those things, just at least for me, is just like right now I'm in this phase of single life. So let me enjoy my singleness. Let me praise God in my singleness. And let me just use the opportunity to be fruitful. You know, in every aspect that I can be, because this is something I have a unique opportunity while I'm single. Know, to kind of cast aside some of the cares of life. Like I can live carefree, you know, I can devote myself to reading, to church, to growing myself. I don't have to worry about a five year old home I got basketball practice tonight. Mm-hmm. I can go right with that. I know, I know, I know. It's true. No, that's what a lot of my friends want. And they already have the kids. Nothing wrong with it. Bless me. But when you're single, like we're talking, just live good. Mm-hmm. Don't put a timeline on you before you. Don't put it Don't plan. Line. Yeah, don't love don't plan yeah. like that. Yeah. No, you know, live yeah, now. yeah, just live, live now. Live now. I'll continue to have faith and just pray. Yeah. I don't even know what to add to that. No, they I mean, because that was really good. Folk that, giving that's us the wisdom tonight. Oh. You know, I love it. I love it. I, I, I no, love no, it. honestly, I do love it because yeah. when I was around y'all's age, I did my friends, they thought that he was gonna be married at twenty five. Yeah. Me, my parents didn't get married until the, they were in their 30s. So I saw my life that way, too. I didn't see me getting married before 30 um, or having kids or anything like that. But I do say for me, I, my parents pushed the agenda of, you know, go to college, get a current job, buy a house, do this, do this, do this, do this, then get married. And so I followed that to the teeth. Um, which is good, but at the same time, I don't necessarily think that I had uh, let the door open for if love did come in. Mm. You know, if the situation did come where a guy could be, you know, a, a good match. And to me, I mean, life happened the way that it was supposed to happen, and I'm glad it happened the way it did. I wouldn't have met my husband. If I had not, shout out to Tori. Um, if had I not, so I piggybacking off of them, live your best life. I tell her almost every day, yes. go to the concerts, take your vacations, go out, go have, live your very best life because it's going to come a time where you're not going to be able to do all those things. And, and it's not a bad thing that you can't do those things anymore, but it's just, it's a season for everything. And so I would say, live your best life. But also be open. If the situation does come where, you know, love is growing and you see yourself the future because the future with the person, let just keep walking in that. See, see what happens and let God tell you which way that you should move in that. And if that meant marriage at 25, I know a lot of people 
you know, married yeah, at 25. Right. And happy and, and happy. happy. Mine has uh-huh. been married 25 and 30 years, you know, and that's a blessing. And so, and, and they had to grow together and they learned a lot of lessons together. They built their money together. Mm-hmm. I, I tell people all the time, if nothing feels better than having a spouse and a problem comes and me and him are able to face it together and work through it together. It's, it's no better feeling than than having my husband and I work through something together where we may have had like an argument or we didn't see eye to eye, but how we were able to come together and come to a resolution. It's something powerful and it's something healing about, you know, black love. Again, we have so many obstacles that are in our way to make sure that we um, can get to where we are. So when we can do it, it's powerful. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. So this has definitely been great. Um, y'all looking at my foot in my words, please. So I'll say this, um, and it kind of goes, you know, what you said, Josh. Like life isn't like just like this, right? Life is like this, right? The only consistent that we have in life is God. That's yeah. right. That's it. That's right. You know, um, love isn't always consistent. That I've learned, right? One minute somebody tell you they love you, the next minute they hate you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I I do also say live. You know, I think living is um, living is the best thing that you can do. You know, it is the best thing that you can do. Um, and there's going to be times that you're going to face hardships, but just keep living. You know, um, I, and, you know, it kind of goes back to that, that I'm going to go kind of finish this up with the Book of Ruth. You know, the book of Ruth is about a young woman who pushes past her pain of losing her husband to then say, I'm still going to keep moving forward and not dwelling on my pain. And I'm going to make a choice and follow because uh, the the other sister-in-law left and went back. Ruth says, no, I'm going to make a choice to move past my pain to a land and a people that I don't even know rather than just staying stuck where I am. And so that to me is the lesson I get from Ruth is that life is not always going to go perfect, but you have to move past your pain and then, but God can still bless you even in the midst after your pain. Right. And so he keeps you during the pain, but then as you keep moving, God will take care of it. So that's really the lesson that Amen. I want everybody to take from that book. Because it's not the book of Boaz. It's the book of Ruth. Yeah. Right. And it's your story. And everything that you do is your story. Right? Follow God. Move for God. Make the choices that are right for you. That choice may be marriage. That choice may not be marriage. You know, that choice may be pursuing your career. But follow God, right. and God is never going to steer you wrong, and that's right. really now what it's about, I'm right? Now, so, now. Um, but yeah, so, up here, Jack yeah, Reed. Yeah, Reed. Yeah, yeah, up here. Up. They yeah, they be jacking that book of Ruth up, putting, <laughs> all, putting it all them singles niggas ain't got nothing to do with it. But anyway, <laughs> so but thank you all for a, a great uh, Kaya. Yeah, I want to thank you all thank um, you. for everything that you've done, all uh, the conversation piece. This has been great. I know I want 
I was gonna sit there for step from behind. We wanna we wanna thank Miss Deborah Dalton. For always doing everything she can to make things happen behind the scenes. Yes. Um, because it has been phenomenal and we could not have done it without her. We yeah. certainly want to thank Pastor for giving us the platform. Thank you. Yes, thank you, Pastor, for giving us the platform to be able to have these conversations and feel comfortable. Right. Yeah, not the goat, right? Yeah. Having the conversations because they can't, they're not possible. But we have a pastor who really believes that these are the conversations we should be having in the church to help us to move forward. And thank you all for watching. We certainly appreciate it. We're going to pray us out. And don't forget, we have a quick 15 tonight. Join us in our quick 15 um, tonight. And so as we bow our heads, we thank everybody for joining us. Dear Heavenly Father God, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you for this time. We thank you for this conversation. God, we thank you for this Kaya. God, that you just continue to allow this platform to be able to be used, to help to develop, to be able to help to motivate, but also to be able to help to move us to different places in our life, God, so we don't stay stuck in some of our pain, some of our situations, or also it's even some of the traditions that we've been taught, God, that we're able to move past some of that stuff to be able to give you more glory to bring to you. We thank you. In your son's name we pray. Amen. 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 All right, everybody. Y'all have a great night. Thank you all for watching.